Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, you guys. Good morning. I hope you guys are doing good today. Welcome to the Lovely Tea News Network, honey. I know I'm kind of late with dropping some news tea, but I'm here to drop y'all some news tea today. Okay. So I was trying to wait to talk about this topic. I know I was getting hit up left and right, left and right, left and right to talk about all this mess that went on at Hazard High School in Kentucky. If you guys don't know, last week, pictures went viral. People were posting them on Discord, Instagram, Twitter. It's a high school and you have all these male students. They're dressed in scantily clad lingerie. They're giving teachers lap dances. They're twerking on each other. You got teachers paddling each other. You got girls dressed like Hooters waitresses with what looks to be cups of beer so this caused a lot of outrage now child i know i graduated many moons ago okay <laughs> shout out to everybody from my class bitch um but i don't remember our student pet rallies being like this you know what i'm saying i mean we're not that far removed from high school i don't remember being this cool with my principal where i could just twerk on my principal or even be made to feel this comfortable to get down like this in front of my teachers. So what the hell is really going on at Hazard High School? I want to go ahead and play y'all this news clip. Um, they're interviewing one of the parents. And one of the parents, the way she's responding, she act like she wanted to be a part of the situation. She has a lot of excuses for these teachers. And she's saying it's no big deal. The school put out a statement talking about this was a one-time situation. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Y'all go ahead and check out this news clip. I'm going to come back with the rest of the commentary. An investigation is underway at Hazard High School in Perry County after images taken during a homecoming event were posted online. Now, they include pictures of students in lingerie and bikinis dancing on teachers. The school is receiving backlash on social media from parents who are calling the incident inappropriate and disturbing. LEX 18 Sophia Millar hears from them and one parent who says the photos don't tell the whole story. Now, we do want to warn you, some of you may find some of these images disturbing. Details now in the LEX 18 Big Story at 6. The pictures were originally posted on the Hazard High School Athletics Facebook page, but have since been removed. We have blurred the faces of students to protect their privacy. We are told it was part of homecoming week celebrations. Tuesday was costume day and there was a man pageant in the gym. These are some of the images receiving the most criticism. They appear to show scantily clad students giving lap dances to faculty and staff. Others showed female students dressed in Hooters costumes, carrying mugs that looked like there was beer in them. And in others, students and staff appear to spank or paddle each other. It was just really shocking whenever I first saw it, and um, I, I almost couldn't wrap my head around it. Hazard mom Jenna Smith has a family member at the high school and kids in the district. She says the event should have been shut down the moment an adult realized students were undressing. I think that they should have at that point said, 
hey, I know this is a joke, but let's stop. This isn't appropriate. Mom Holly Lane disagrees. It has been taken completely out of context. There are only photos being shown on the internet, no videos. So the photos don't show the teachers pushing the children off of them. Lane's sons and his friends participated in the homecoming event. She says pushing the limits and embarrassing teachers is part of the fun. If everybody is perfect, then I would say, yeah, maybe we need to rethink something. But until somebody can prove that something is going on here, other than just homecoming week and teenagers being teenagers, then I'll, I'll support my kids. The way that I think about it is I think that, yes, the kids should just be kids and they should be allowed to have fun. But is giving a lap dance or witnessing um, somebody else give an adult lap dance, is that a child appropriate activity? And to me, it is not. Lane says she doesn't believe a line was crossed. Um, none of my children have been hurt. None of the teachers have been hurt. Hazard Independent School Superintendent Sandra Combs says the district is looking into the incident. The district is investigating the incident, and after the investigation is complete, appropriate action will be taken. One of the administrators in the pictures is Hazard High School Principal Donald Happy Mobellini. He's also the mayor of Hazard. We reached out to Principal Mobellini this morning and have not received a response. The superintendent says no further information will be released until the investigation is complete. All right, so you guys just saw that news clip. So like I said, the entire situation is really disturbing. So now what's so interesting is because a lot of parents were complaining this was a viral story, they hit up the superintendent and the superintendent, Sandra Combs, came out and stated this was an isolated incident. This doesn't happen. It was a part of the homecoming festivities. It was caught the man pageant and it just went too far. Miss Sandra Combs, you should have just sat there and ate your damn food, okay? Because you claim this was a one-time incident in 2021, but the lie detector test has determined that is a motherfucking lie, okay? Because other people then went back into their archives, honey, and pulled out receipts and said, uh-uh, uh-uh, Miss Combs, this been going down. Here goes a video from 2020 of a young boy dressed in drag, acting like he's Madonna on the Like a Virgin tour, rolling around the gym in a white dress and a wig, going up to the principal, dancing on him all freaky and shit, rubbing his bald head, kissing on the principal. No, ma'am, this was not a one-time incident. And if that wasn't bad enough, they found video from 2017. Yes, you know the internet keeps receipts, honey. They found videos from 2017. And basically in this video, you have this young boy dressed in a bra and some shorts, honey, looking like a big old linebacker over here giving his fellow students lap dances. And you see teachers clapping and hooping and hollering and everybody's just having a good old funky time like this is normal. I'm not feeling this. And obviously the governor is not as well because now that more video has come out showing that this was not a one-time incident, the governor of Kentucky, his name is Andy Bashir. He is blasting the school. He is very disappointed and he is saying that this is totally unacceptable. I want y'all to go ahead and hear what the governor had to say. Go ahead and check this out. Totally unacceptable, inappropriate, shouldn't happen. And so uh, that means that you know, in, in, the, in, in the system, and there is a system here to address it, 
right? There's there's principals, and then there's a superintendent, and then there's a Kentucky Department of Education. Um, you know, they need to take uh, appropriate action and ensure that this will never happen again. But there's another thing they need to do, and that's that they need to be talking to these students, that this isn't something that is normalized in their mind, uh, that they think is okay in 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 school. And that doesn't mean that that the, the, the kids are punished because the adults were letting it, it go on. But we just want to make sure that we're raising our kids right about what is and is not acceptable, especially in the world that we live in. And I know there's a lot of focus on on the adults and, and rightfully so. But I, I, want, I, I hope that the school system does right by the kids as well. This can be for them uh, a learning moment that can be really important about choices they make, about uh, uh, peer pressure on what was going on, but uh, it can't happen, shouldn't happen. Um, our public schools are better uh, than, than this, and um, I, I do believe, though, um, that, that action is being taken. Now, I will say, um, I think that what that action is ought to be public since the issue is, is so public. And I say that um, knowing a couple of the folks and, and um, you know, I, I, I think that they will learn from it. All right. So you guys just saw what the governor had to say about everything. Like I said, this was some straight up BS. I'm not buying it. It's bad enough. Kentucky, y'all got a reputation, honey, for, you know, sleeping with cousins and siblings and incest. But we're not even going to go there. Now, I know about that reputation, but I never knew that this is how y'all get down in some of your public schools. OK, first and foremost, this is totally unacceptable. You know, it's one thing to have fun and clown during homecoming. I get that. But when we did homecoming, when we did pet rallies. We did things like dance, choreograph dances. We did things like, you know, cheer on our sports teams and, you know, just have fun and get in the school spirit and wear the school colors. We never felt this comfortable to dance on our teachers, dance on our principals. And that's the thing that's really bothering to me is why do these kids feel so comfortable to dance on their principal like this, to one, dress around him like this, but to then sit there and grind on him. It gave me Nambla vibes, okay? Man, boy love vibes is what I got watching that video because you didn't really see the girls doing too much. They were dressed like Hooters chicks, but whatever, a lot of y'all were worse than that to school. But the way the boys were dressed was definitely creepy and definitely inappropriate. Now, to me, this gives me grooming vibes. All that other shit y'all been crying about, but whatever, this definitely gives me grooming vibes like they're grooming these young boys to think that this is acceptable and this is OK behavior. And look, our teachers are so cool. Our principal is so cool to wear down their guard. So then when they catch them out of school or maybe a year after they graduated, that principal pulls up to them at the grocery store and saying, uh, what's up? I remember how you looked in that lingerie top. I remember how you looked in them little booty shorts. Huh, what's good? Okay, that's the vibe I'm getting from this whole interaction, and it's bullshit. I don't understand what's going on in our school systems, but this ain't it, Chief. I'm not feeling this. The principal's wilding. This, the teachers are wilding. Like I said, I understand kids will do stupid stuff and, and get into stupid stuff, but that's what kids do. As an adult, you should know better than to allow. These are all underage kids, okay? In high school, the average kid is 18 and under, 
So this is just unacceptable to have kids dressed like this. And I don't care if it's boys or girls. The girls shouldn't be walking around in lingerie, and most definitely the boys shouldn't either. There shouldn't be a little there shouldn't be a young man dressed in drag, pretending to be Madonna, you know what I'm saying, acting just sexual towards the principal and the teachers. That's really disturbing. So I'm glad that the governor spoke up and called them out. And I'm glad that the good people of Twitter called out the superintendent and had to check her real quick. Before you try and dismiss this and sweep it under the rug as a one-time incident, we keep receipts around these parts, okay? And I'm glad they pulled out them receipts because this, to me, is ridiculous. There's no room for things like this. If these kids want to run around in in lingerie and give each other lap dances from the comfort of their fucking bedroom or at a kid's party, that's their damn business because kids do stupid shit. But I don't expect to see adults and teachers condoning this and acting like this is okay. And for them to try and lie and say it was a one-time incident when it wasn't is not cute. You know, so it's going to be very interesting to see what comes of this because you've had teachers who have engaged in this foolishness in the past and they've either gotten probation, they've lost their jobs, things have happened to them. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen to this principal, a.k.a. the mayor, a.k.a. all the other teachers who are also engaging in the fuckery. I wonder what's going to happen to them from this entire investigation. It's a waiting game at this point. But I just want to go ahead and address this situation, let y'all know how I feel about it. So now on to other news. If you guys do not know, child, it's getting real out here. I've been telling y'all, prepare, prepare, prepare. It's a dark winter coming down the pipeline. If y'all don't know, China is now urging families to stock up on food and supplies. Okay? So if China is telling their own people it's about to be a dark winter over here and they they produce every damn thing. Like we, we get the rest of the world being scared like, dang, everything's made in China. These folks actually live in China. They live where the stuff is being made. And even they're telling their people to stock up and prepare because um, it's about to be a dark winter for us. And we're the ones who manufacture everything. So if they're sending out warning shots, that is very scary. People in America, in Canada, in Europe, in Africa, Everybody else on every other continent should be very, very concerned when the chief producer, okay, of the world is telling their peoples to stock up because things are getting low. I want y'all to go ahead and listen to this TikTok video. This girl is basically saying a lot of the same things I've said over the past few months. She's breaking it down succinctly. So y'all go ahead and listen to what she has to say about the situation. Check this out. We got to talk about China. China's Ministry of Commerce has been warning its citizens to stock up. It's a combination of a new coronavirus strain, inclement winter weather, and tensions with Taiwan. And this is going to affect us hard. The parts that run our tractors? China. The parts that run our trucks? China. The parts that run our factories? China. China's already struggling to keep production up because of rolling blackouts and the energy crisis. If they're worried, you should be worried. This is not only going to affect our supply chain worse, it's going to affect our ability to grow and deliver crops and package them and truck them. This is why it's important to pay attention to supply chain news in other countries, not just the U.S., because a lot of the stuff that we use to maintain our supply chain is actually produced overseas. So get ready. All right. So you guys just heard what she had to say. So like I said, you know, when we're dealing with the manufacturer of the world, 
and they're warning their people to stock up and saying that things are going to be low and it's going to be a hard winter. There's not going to be a lot of food. There's going to be a disruption to their own supply chain. That is very worrisome. That is very, very worrisome. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, people will take heed and understand that if China is sending out dog whistles, you may want to perk your ears up, okay? So on to the next news story. Um, I want to talk about this. There's a company in Sweden called Oomph, and they have revealed the first ever vegan burger that replicates the taste of human meat. That is extremely disturbing. I want y'all to go ahead and watch this video and I'm gonna come back with the rest of my commentary. At home, we turn plants into any mouth-watering meat you can imagine. This Halloween, we bring you the scariest plant-based food ever. Plant-based human meat. So be scared. But relax. All right, so you guys just watched that video. Now, the thing that first bothers me, okay, I, I'm all here. I'm here for a joke, okay? I understand jokes. I understand gags. I have a big sense of humor. But certain things to me are not funny. Certain things, when I see stuff like this, to me, it looks like conditioning. And I've been talking about this for years on my old news channel, how we're getting conditioned to start looking at cannibalism differently and to not look at cannibalism as a bad thing. We've had whole shows dedicated to cannibalism. Uh, we've had artwork dedicated to cannibalism. And now we have a vegan burger because we know the whole vegan lifestyle is being pushed. Because they're not able to keep up with the supply of meat. The earth is being destroyed by all these cows. They're methane gas. They're eating up all the damn grass. So they're trying to push this whole vegan burger, <laughs> a.k.a. Soylent Green <laughs> jokes situation. But now you got a vegan burger, which to me is an oxymoron. You're going vegan because you're, you're for the animals. You don't want to see cows slaughtered and chickens, you know, get their throats cut and all this bullshit, right? So that's why most people are going vegan, you know, because they want to protect the animals and save the planet and all that good stuff. But somehow you don't have a problem with joking about eating human meat. So animals are more important, hence the vegan burger part. But fuck the humans, we're going to replicate the vegan burger to taste like human meat. Then I asked myself, self, how do they know what human meat tastes like? I'm like, how are you able to replicate this? Have you eaten a human foot? Have you eaten a human face? Have you eaten a human brain? I mean, I'm just asking. These are questions that run through my mind. Because if you're going to replicate something, you have to know how it tastes first. Am I right or am I wrong or am I reaching right now on this good podcast on this good Wednesday morning? I don't think I'm reaching at all. Something don't seem right with that. Something seems very, very sinister. And my thing is, are they low-key trying to tell us something? Like, they're trying to replicate the taste of human meat. Well, what the hell is really in the damn meat burgers? In the burgers that are supposed to be meat and beef. Is there human meat in the real burgers? And that's why the vegan burgers are not trying to replicate the human meat? I'm just saying. I don't taste stuff like this as a joke <laughs> or a key key moment. This is really disturbing me and my homegirls right now. I'm not feeling it. 
I don't want to taste a regular burger or a vegan burger that replicates human meat. I don't want to know what a human being tastes like because that is a person. Okay. I want all humans to be able to live their life to their full potential and enjoy the fruits of their labor and enjoy the fact that God put them here on earth. I do not want to taste them. I don't want to eat them. I'm not interested. Okay. I I just, I just found that really disturbing. And like I said, I get it. They're trying to be tongue in cheek. They're trying to create controversy. They want to sell their vegan burgers, but why do you have to put on there that it tastes like human meat? That is really disturbing, especially being that we've seen so many shows, you know, dedicated to cannibalism and normalization of cannibalism has been big in the past three to four years. If you guys don't remember one of the most popular shows back on Netflix, it was recently canceled in 2019, but it was the Santa Clarita diet where the main actress in the show, Drew Barrymore, she played the woman Sheila. Her whole thing was she had all these zombie symptoms and she would eat people. She would eat body parts. And a lot of people laughed at it. It was seen as tongue in cheek. But like I was saying way back then, I felt like it was conditioning people for the future. You know, that it'll be more acceptable because times are hard. We have all these soap. We have all these, you know, supply chain kinks. We have China sending out warnings. Will we get to the point where we start eating each other? So I just I didn't find that commercial funny. I found it creepy and weird, especially being that we've been talking about this for years on the news channel. So last but not least, I also want to hit on this topic really quick. This is starting to get more national recognition. I talked about this on my live stream a few weeks ago about how they're no longer answering 911 calls in a lot of cities. It's happened in places like Atlanta, and now they're talking about it because it happened in Houston where somebody, I believe they died from a heart attack, when their family members went to call 911, people are getting 911 recordings, basically saying 911 cannot answer right now. The city is currently blaming staffing shortages. Um, They're saying that part of it is because uh, people are quitting. Um, You know, they're trying to pay higher wages, but they can't. Either way, I also believe it goes back to the defunding as well. Like I said way back when, be careful what you ask for. Because when you defund things, all things tied to the police, these are one of the services. 911, EMT. And now we're seeing a lot of this happening in more and more major cities where when you call 911, remember everybody used to joke back in the day, 911's a joke and 911 won't come until 30 minutes later. Well, now everything's coming to fruition. Now 911 is straight up not even answering and you're getting a recording. So this is causing a lot of controversy and a lot of people are really worried because, again, this is not like calling 411 and saying that you need direction somewhere or you need some information. This can be literally a matter of life and death. So I want you all to go ahead and listen to this clip really quick. Now to an emergency nightmare. A parent suffers a heart attack. A child has a dangerous allergic reaction. Or you've just been in a major accident on a Houston roadway. It is a frightening thought for anyone. Now imagine calling 911 only to get a recording. KPRC2 Investigates recently uncovered it's happening. And tonight, investigator Mario Diaz is asking officials why this is happening. Dial 911 in Houston and you may get this. You have reached the Houston Emergency Center 911. All call takers are busy at this time. A recording when you may be most in need. 
Marco Antonio says it happened to him a few weeks ago in Montrose. Late one morning, he witnessed a woman in a mental health crisis. She almost got hit by a car. So naturally, of course, I call 911. His reaction to the automated message after calling 911? Is this serious? Like, is this for real? There is no reason that people should be getting a recording in 2021. KPRC2 Investigates obtained the 22-second recording that people may get when calling 911. You have reached the Houston Emergency Center 911. It's in English and Spanish. Usted se ha comunicado. And in some cases, when the recording ends, a caller is met with silence. Until... Houston 911, do you need medical police or fire? This industry is a life or death industry. Yes. And seconds matter. Yes. But yet... There are people that call and get placed on hold. Yes. Robert Mock is deputy director of the Houston Emergency Center. He says part of the problem is a significant staffing shortage. Currently, they are down over 40 call takers. Many employees routinely working 12-hour days. Like any other industry right now, we're, we're, we're scrambling to, to hire people. Hiring is tough. Call takers for the city of Houston start between $16 to $18 an hour. Mock admits former employees have left for higher salaries elsewhere. I'm in talks with HR now looking at getting us some pay adjustments to help us be a little more competitive. But even then, the system can still be overwhelmed, much like it was during Harvey when the practice of a 911 recording was first introduced. We have our proper staffing that we need on a day-to-day -day basis. It won't happen as often. and you know, But it I, still will happen. Occasionally, yeah, it'll happen. Why call if I'm just going to get a recording? Antonio's message to officials? You're playing with people's lives. All right, so you guys just saw that clip. So like I said, the entire thing is just really disturbing. Hopefully, they'll be able to find a happy medium. But in the meantime, just be aware, you know, when it comes to these emergency situations, you may have to be the one to step up and drive the person to the hospital in the case of the emergency, because if they're not even answering, that means an ambulance cannot be dispatched. So that person may end up dying right there unless you take action. So it's very scary. It's a lot of just craziness coming down the pipeline in, in 2021. And everyone keeps blaming staffing shortages. But yet and still, you guys are also putting people who are willing to work between a double-edged sword by also putting out these mandates. The mandates are not helping as well. So it's going to be very interesting to see what comes of all this foolishness. But on that note, thank you so much for tuning in to Lovely News Network Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know your thoughts on everything. Go ahead and leave a comment. This will also be posted on YouTube so you guys can go over there and go comment. So thank you once again so much for supporting my podcast. Talk to y'all later. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.